Hi, everybody. It's Matt from Discover College Soccer. I hope you're enjoying the podcast, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I also wanted to let you know about the Discover College Soccer Study Table. This is our brand new online portal that is complete with a 14-part online course giving you all of the ins and outs of the college soccer recruiting process. There's also a wealth of resources such as checklists, templates, there's the spreadsheets that have every soccer program in the country along with their coaches, their contact information, their social media information, uh, some basic stats about the school and more. Plus there's an online community where you can ask your questions, share your wins, your losses, any questions that you may have around the college soccer recruiting process. It's all there at the Discover College Soccer study table that you can find at discovercollegesoccer.com slash study table and hopefully we will see you there. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Jen Myrie from Anderson University in Indiana. Welcome, Coach. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate you having me. and looking forward to talk. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I, I knew of Anderson a little bit when I was coaching down in southwestern Indiana. You guys are just kind of on the northeastern side of Indianapolis, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Yeah, no, about an hour north of Indy, so... Small Division Three Christian School, and I've you know, been here now 13 years going on, so it's been a great place, and I'm excited to share more about our program and what we have to offer. Yeah, it's great. Well, let's talk about recruiting. You know, we're here in the midst of uh, the, the college showcase season. Um, at least it's been busy down here in Bradenton, I can tell you. Um, so are you... When it comes to the recruiting calendar as a Division three, you know, kind of what does that look like for you? Have you already closed 23s and you're just looking at 24s, still wrapping up the 23 class? Kind of what's your normal cadence there? Yeah. Basically, once we hit January of that next year, um, really turned the page. And so really heavily involved um, looking at our 24s right now and then sprinkling 25s if they reach out to us. Uh, our Thankfully for this year, our 23 class is pretty much wrapped up. One or two still trying to decide, but we have – really good group coming in and excited to have them join team and family in the fall and it's makes our e life a little bit easier where we can then really concentrate on the 24s and um, a lot of yeah trying to get them either first visits or second visits on campus um, last couple weekends a lot of showcases up here that we were out and around and then we'll hit a little bit of some spring break period where it's a little bit lighter some league games start here in Indiana where we have club soccer in the spring and then late April, early May, some big showcases, um, you know, state cup, all the different, those types of events. Um, and then brings us into the summer where it's, you know, try to do, we'll do a couple ID camps, um, do some high school team camps. And then really in the fall, try to attack, right? You know, we'll get some offers out late spring. Um, some, if they want to do some overnights late spring, even go to classes, do some recruit weekends heavily in the fall to get them that college experience, just being on the team, seeing a game, being around, and then, yeah, our goal is hopefully by, like, mid-fall to end of the fall, um, have offers out, get people, once they get their financial aid packages, scholarships, um, academically honors program, and you know, try to wrap it up by Christmas time and then start that next page again. So. Wow. Okay. You, you guys are dialed in. I love it. Well, you talked about showcases and tournaments. I know there's the 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 wonderful park uh that indianapolis has with all the the showcases so uh what what are some of the main tournaments and places that you like to go to each year yeah yeah we're very fortunate that grand park's just about an hour away from us and hosts a lot of different either regional events club events um and so we're main ones especially in the january february time frame um 
the other weekend was Ohio Elite down in Ohio, um, Circle City in Indiana. Our sort of, um, we've seen the niche market, it's really like our region. And so really heavily Indianapolis area, the state of Indiana, um, and then out into Ohio, we spend a lot of time. Uh, coming up will be a blue chip and crossroads um, and then state cups for Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky. And then we'll do an occasional uh, Michigan high school game or Illinois high school. So they're in the high school season right now. Um, but yeah, those are sort of our, we found our, you know, those are going to come to Anderson in that two to four hour radius and getting them, go see them play. And then it's nice at Grand Park and say, come play either a league game or something. Then come visit campus as well as part of it. Yeah, that's a great combination to be able to do that. Um, you, you mentioned ID camps earlier. You know, how important are those to your overall recruiting process? Do you, do you or your staff work other camps as well or, or just the ones you guys put on? Yeah. Uh, our ID camps are um, awesome just for – it's an opportunity for them to be, you know, coach with us, see our style of coaching, style of play. Um, our girls are a huge aspect of that where they're there coaching interacting with them. Um, they spend some time with the players. It's like, hey, like, all right, it's get in small groups, talk about the program, ask them any questions, um, allows us to have some time with the parents as well to do an overview of just the program, the culture, who we are, um, and seeing campus. So I think – Probably at least maybe 80% of the girls coming in have come to one of our ID camps. Um, we've hosted those typically in February. We'll have a summer one and then like later November, December, sort of wrapping up if some seniors haven't been on campus or we haven't seen them play yet. And then we'll do some other ID camps. Um, some of the ones where they'll bring in college coaches from a different, lot of different schools or put on by outside organizations. And then over the summer, uh, we'll do this a couple other high school camps that will work. Um, we host a high school team camp, which has been great for us. So yeah, a little variety of both. We want to be out there and have people on campus, but also go out, meet the recruits where they're at um, and share about the program. Okay. Awesome. Well, whether it's at an ID camp or, or any of those amazing events you, you talked about, what's your kind of hierarchy of things you're looking for in a player, whether that's on the field stuff or off the field stuff? Yeah, we sort of broke it down to this idea, like an acronym, just called like, all right, is this going to be sort of an impact player into the team and program? And first, the I just like is an institutional fit. So we're a small Christian school, um, variety of majors. And so are they looking for that type of environment, community that I think really Anderson offers? Um, and then just sort of one thing we call like an MVT, most valuable teammates. So that is the mentality that they're going to work hard, um, sharpen each other on and off the field, um, set that example. and really just want to be bought in relationally too. And you know, it's not about me, it's about my teammates and how I can be there to help them improve. Then the P is just like the passion, the love for the game, but they're going to work hard. Um, someone that's just like motivated just to get better each and every day. A is the athleticism. So, you know, good speed of play. Um, now are they strong on the ball, um, quick and fast on the field, good recovery runs. Then their competitive mindset. There's someone that's just going to grind it out each day, wants to be the best version of themselves. And when we say like be a champion every day in every way. So it's on the field, off the field, who they are as a person. And then the T is just the technical um, and tactical. So you know, do they have a good first touch? Can they play you know, one and two touch? You know, cut away, turn away from pressure. And then the tactics of really reading the game, um, good vision of the field, you know, making even those off-ball runs. Um, and all of an attack, all of a defense. Even if you're a forward, are you pressed in high? We like our outside backs and even defenders get in, into the final third in those areas. So it's sort of a complete package. And then finally, it's like, all right, just in our mix of our team, do they get along to that? We really treat as a family environment that they're close. They do a lot of things together. 
um, and really invest in each other's relationships um, and then in their faith as well. No, that's great. Well, you know, as a parent, one of my biggest uh, things is always, okay, what's this going to cost me, right? Uh, you talked about the financial aid packages and stuff. And as, as a D3 school, I think most people know there's, you know, with no athletic money, the academic and other merit aid tends to to factor in a large part of that. So without giving, you know, I'm not holding you to hard numbers here because I know they're always changing, but but can you just give me an overview of what it, it would cost to attend, what, what a normal player might be looking at from uh, an aid perspective? Yeah. Um, typically an average cost tuition room and boards in the mid forties, last couple of years in there. Um, and they have great academic scholarships. They range from eight to $18,000. Um, if you have a 3.75 or higher at the $18,000 mark, and then there's an honors program that you're invited to, um, just going through the interview process, you get additional scholarship money. And then if you're in the honors program, um, which is at least two thirds of our team is, um, going into next year, which we're excited about, you'll get additional honors money. And then we have a church matching scholarship, or sometimes if church later sponsors or donates towards um, a person, we'll match up to $1,500 of that. So it'll be $3,000. We have a Christian high school scholarship, which is $5,000. And then a couple of majors um, right now, education, anything in like the sciences, biology, uh, chemistry, and then engineering. Um, there's additional like a 5,000 scholarship for those majors in there. And so it's, and then you get your financial aid package based on your, you know, estimated contributions and all of that family wise, right. but it's nice where, yeah, we're looking at those high academic kids who can get you know, that top 18 plus maybe honor scholarships and either a major or another high school on top of that. And you're at least cutting that down to half and you know, hoping to get a little bit under that as well. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Well, <clears throat> let's, let's, talk a little bit more about the school uh you, you got some great insight having been there as long as you have so what are some of the awesome things you, you like about anderson that maybe i'm not going to learn just by going through the website yeah i think the number one thing we talk about is just the sense of community that people here um know they're at a small school in an environment to really help people grow on um, both on and off the field or in and outside the classroom and so really the idea of how do we help you sort of transform to who you're meant to be, um, walk alongside you and pre be prepared for that next step in the game of life. From an academic perspective, some really strong programs here. Um, we have a phenomenal nursing program, which actually works well with um, soccer. They might you know, make sure they do both of those and they do it well. And typically our strongest students have been our strongest athletes as well. Um, and so it's really hands-on. They've got a lot of clinical experiences and um, they'll do like a capstone research. They're going in two weeks, the seniors on a medical sort of nursing missions trip that's built into the curriculum. Um, and the, we have two seniors in it and you know, they're basically you know, job offers and all of that, like really good to get that next step. Um, a lot of opportunities going from here. Education is another strong major. Um, then we have anything from the biology, exercise science, pre-athletic training, um, psychology, and then uh Newer engineering program, but it's really grown. Um, we've had one women's soccer player go through it. So not huge for the women's side, but another opportunity. And then national security studies and criminal justice are other key ones that we've really sort of focused on the last couple of years. I think the school itself, um, whenever someone comes on campus, they said it's a little bit bigger than expected. So when they're on campus, it feels a college campus. I mean, it's good distance, 10, 15 minutes walking as they feel like you're just not in a small, you know, couple building dorms. From athletic facility side, um, we have an all grass soccer field that's just for soccer, um, a great stadium that the last couple of years we've keep adding to it. Um, so we've added 
stadium bleachers, um, banners, pavilion area, um, long-term looking to get lights to that, and then have a indoor uh, wellness facility that has an indoor track, um, lots of things in the winter, we both uh, basketball services that we can play on that's futsal court-wise. And so thinking a lot of the amenities here where it's like, you're gonna get that great experience. Um, but even on the student life side, a lot of activities, um, a lot of the athletes support each other. So going to games, different events, Intramurals is really big here so in our off season. Um, a lot of the girls are on basketball teams, volleyball teams. Um, this past year, we had the finals of basketball were two soccer teams against each other, which is always fun. To, <laughs> hey, either way, it's a win-win for us. <laughs> and then CAB is our campus activity board. They'll plan an event each weekend. Um, they've done, uh, at the beginning of the year, it's called Disco Dancing Donuts, which is always a fun one. They did laser tag in the library over the winter. Um, they did like a bond, like sort of a game night, card night. And so it's nice There's something always, sorry, falls busy with soccer and everything else. But then outside of that, um, things get involved in. And then um, a lot of our players that are involved in after school, um, sort of like a tutoring, uh, mentoring program. Uh, and so that's nice where they go in, they're paired up one-on-one -on -one with a student, um, just sort of really just relate, help them with reading, math, studying. I'm mean, a great way to give back to local community and a lot of other service opportunities from there. Um, and then from a campus ministry side, um, great way to plug in, growing your faith, if it's all Bible studies, different small groups around campus. Um, and so we want that to be an important part of their college experience too. And, you know, growing in their intellectual character of faith while they're over here these four years. No, that's, that's, that's amazing. Well, you kind of mentioned a little bit about the academic side of things. Uh, you know, some, some schools tell you nursing and a sport don't mix. So it's good to hear that it does at, at Anderson. So, but uh, just in general, how do the players really kind of balance the demands of their sport and their studies and, and what kind of support systems does the school have to help? A lot of them say they need soccer to help them just to be disciplined. Like they're more, you know, managing their time better when they have structure, have classes. Um, I always remind like recruits in college, you're in class a couple hours per day or in high school, you're in class seven hours, maybe a class, and then you might have practice club or something afterwards. So it's really in those off times, what are you doing? Um, are you studying, staying up with your work? Um, most of our classes are done by three o'clock, which is nice. We typically practice around four. Um, so there might be an afternoon or there could be a lab or an occasional evening course, but if it's, hey, you go to class, you come to practice afterwards, or if you need to leave practice early, then you go to class. Um, so I think school does a great job helping them manage that. Uh, the professors know that college, like their athletics is an important part of their college experience. And so as long as they're showing up to class, being conscientious, hey, like I'm going to miss on Wednesday, maybe afternoon, they'll work with them. And a lot of the professors are even out at our games and events really supporting them. And so I think it's, yeah, definitely freshman fall, we say it's like, all right, take it first couple of weeks, get adjusted. Um, we have study hours, three hours per week for freshmen where they go in, just either study, get a tutor, um, or they can do a small group review session. Um, and then after that, based on their GPA, we monitor, do an individualized plan. And this last year, the college actually, um, they created academic success coaches, which has been awesome. And so they're for the whole campus, but they also are intentional where they're paired up with sports teams. So this past fall, um, they met with our freshmen every other week, just checking in, just not even on class stuff, but adjustment, how are things going? Um, and it's been a good resource to have um, just someone on more of the academic faculty side that can reach out as well and be an advocate for them. 
Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the team and the soccer side of things. And, and I guess it goes a little bit back to recruiting, but is there, is there a roster size that you find is ideal that you're trying to hit each year? Yeah. Um, we normally try to like focus around like high twenties, thirties, um, but we will carry a little bit larger number just depending on the year. Um, so this past upcoming or this past year or mid low thirties will be mid thirties um, this upcoming fall. Um, but we keep it as one team. So everyone trains, travels, practices, and then we get what we call just extra games. And so we'll play a game on Wednesday, sometimes get a game on Thursday. And then those who just didn't get a lot of game time will then get game time on Thursday. So that way everyone's training, developing. It's helpful for moving around position. Hey, let's try it out in here. Uh, for goalies, that way, you know, if you have a couple of them, they're at least getting action. So that's really helped us. And it's helped too, just, I think, just the team culture of, hey, like you know, we're all in this together. And no matter what, if it's a Wednesday game or a Thursday game, it all matters and we're all there to support and encourage and great just to see everyone grow um, where they're at and continually just develop as people and players. No, that's, that's nice to, to be able to offer that. Uh, what about your staff? How, what, how big is your staff? What is everybody's role there? Yeah. Um, so on campus, really full-time is myself. And then we have um, grad assistants, which have really been great where they're here for two years getting their MBA um, and really treat them as almost a full-time assistant coach where they're helping plan practice, break down film, meet with recruits. Um, and then we'll do even just like individual player meetings, typically every like two weeks check in with them um, and that rotates, that's been a great help. And then we have, uh, last fall we had three sort of part-time guys that would come a couple days a week. Um, two of them are club high school coaches, one's a former grad assistant. Um, and so it's great always at practice, have extra hands, um, extra eyes just to say, hey, let's, what do you see, share different information, um, bounce things off of. And so it's uh, one of the part-time ones is a goalkeeper coach. Um, he's great, does a really good job. The goalie's been around for a while and it's nice because he just, you know, he coaches high school comes and then afterwards he just knows, right, what away does a great job with the uh, keepers. Um, and then sometimes they'll practice and do like some big build out um, stuff with our team as well. So yeah. Thankful for a lot of hands helping out. Um, sure, all share roles, but it really value what they bring to the program and team. Yeah, that sounds sounds great. Um, well, how would you describe your style of coaching and the team's overall kind of style of play? Yeah, I think my coaching is very sort of like instructional, um, but structured. Like there's sort of a system, a style, how we want to play. We call it like possession to penetrate. So we want to move the ball around, switch the point of attack. That's good. Good combinations into the final third. Um, on the details, I mean, it's if you're five, if you're 20, soccer's still soccer. So the cutting, the passing, the turning. Um, so we do a lot of the technical stuff in the beginning, just how can we perfect it, how can we get a little bit better on those, and then build it up to more and more of our day before a game, go from the tactical side of it's working on runs, patterns, plays, or offense, defense from there. And then think about just having you know them come in the office, let's watch film, let's talk through things. People learn in different ways. So some people need to see it. Some people need to talk through it. Some people need to like, all right, ask questions. And so I really want to equip them with the tools um, from an even uh, uh, scouting report standpoint. We want to be the most prepared. Just, hey, we have our game plan. We know what we want to do. We know what's going to maybe come at us. Um, and then it's, that's the nice thing about soccer is the freedom too of, hey, we prepare them. Here's options, ideas. Now it's your, it's game day. So free to play. And that's the fun thing. It's like, we're not, micromanaging during games it's really helping them help prepare them and then it's the player's game and then assessing that and how they continually grow and develop from there so I think yeah overall instructional role 
uh, really relative too, where it's like, hey, I want to be there for them. You know, doors always open, come in if you need anything, um, and just not even soccer-wise, but school-wise, life-wise as well. Okay. Well, uh, we're talking here in March, so it's the off-season. What does your typical off-season look like uh, for that spring semester? Yeah, so once they get back in January, um, basically there's like an eight-week conditioning period time. They're doing speed and agility, lifting a couple days a week. Um, they play pickup futsal um, as a group on typically Sunday nights. Uh, do a couple like small group runs. So there's, you know, treadmill runs, speed and agility, some track work. Uh, there's a fitness class that they can be part of as well that helps that way they can just all, you know, work out if they want to take that, um, if they get credit for it and everything. Um, and then we're wrapping that up uh, off-season conditioning this week. And then we have spring break. And then after spring break, we go five weeks of training. Currently, it's three days a week, and then we have one day to play in the spring. And then next year, it's actually going to open up, and they're getting us a couple more days, which we're excited about. So that'll be nice to do maybe some, like, small group technical sessions um, in that February time frame, and then go bigger as it gets nicer and we can get outside more. Yeah, I think uh, every Division three coach I've talked to is very excited about those extra days. <laughs> uh well, Coach, we've, we've talked about a lot of different things, uh, and I've, I've switched up the way I end these, so I'm, I'm uh, hopefully uh, I'm not putting you too much on the spot here. But can you give me, you know, one piece of advice, one informational nugget, just one thing that you think all parents or recruits should know about the college recruiting process? Uh, something that that you just feel strongly about that that you definitely want to share. I say, I mean, remember that it's a search process. And so keep a lot of options open. If there's somewhere that you're interested in or somewhere like reach out, it never hurts just to go look at a place or come visit or have a phone call. And so I think, you know, take the initiative, be engaged, be involved. Um, and that way it's, there's no like stone left unturned where it's like you keep all your options open. You're always going to learn something from a place where, hey, this is something that I like. Maybe this is something that, you know, I don't like, or I want to make sure that there's something in that college experience. So I think it's, yeah really be invested, be involved. You're going to put, you're going to get out of it what you put into it, um, just like in anything in life. And so really, you know, and be involved, be invested and just you know, enjoy the process too. Like, I know I think a lot of people are stressed about it where it's you know, take it one day at a time. You know, there's no, you know, there is eventually an end point, but that's why I start a little bit early and then we're all here to help and support them. So it's like, Hey, even if it's not here, we want you to have a good experience and how can I help you for that next place as well? Yeah, no, that's great advice. Well, Coach, wish you the best of luck in the fall and really thank you for being here. And if you get down to, to any of the Florida Florida events down here in Bradenton, give me a shout and we'll definitely get together, all right? Sounds great. Thanks, Matt. Really appreciate right. your time. Thank you.